This is the Daily Wrestling News for January 25th, 2021. My name is Ryan Joy, and I am coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful treasure coast of the Sunshine State. And I am joined today by a returning host, the owner of Pro Wrestling Pick'em and the host of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, Al Carl. Good morning, Al. How are you? Ryan, it's just so good to be back right now. It's just been way too long. I'm ready to talk some wrestling with you. The people miss your energy. Where have you been? I, uh, I've actually been out in parts unknown. I'm, I'm actually back at work. And, uh, you know, the work schedule takes the priority, unfortunately, over the fun schedule um, and the home schedule. So uh, it's just it's 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 been fun. Uh, I love what I do for a living. I actually, you know, a little bit of uh, about myself. I'm a Zamboni driver. I get to drive around, you know, the big truck on the ice and make the ice all nice, shiny and clean. And uh, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of detailed work. And uh, my job is very demanding, but I do get on. I'll, I'll come back whenever I can. So uh, welcome back. Welcome oh, happy back. to be back. Let me get this glare off my glasses. <laughs> While you're doing that, today's agenda powered by the Eastern Observer includes the ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day. We've got news. We have we have a, a big breaking story this morning. So we'll be talking that. We're going to talk briefly about my trip to Ignite Wrestling. Uh, we have Monday Night Raw preview tonight, and we have trivia. Uh, all that in the next 35, 40 minutes, I suspect, unless we can do it quicker. So, Al, are you ready? I, I am ready. I've been ready for this for about two weeks, Rye. I'm ready to roll. All right. Here we go. The ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. <laughs> and guys, she'll like it too. All right. <laughs> Al, your question. When yes. you were a kid and someone made you toast or peanut butter and jelly sandwich, were you a crust or no crust person? <laughs> I, I was a no crust. Uh, I didn't I didn't like the crust on a sandwich or even on the pizza uh, when I was younger. But like I never asked for it to be cut off. You know, I wasn't one of those kids. Like, oh, can you cut the crust off? I'm not going to have it. I would just eat to the crust and then done. Garbage. Okay. Okay. So, you worked around your, uh, and have you evolved? Do you know oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Crossed all day long, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, I always ate the crust. I don't know. I, I must have been a weird kid because I think I'm the only person who did. <laughs> it just only, you know, with the pizza or like the peanut butter and jelly, it just, it just never migrated its way to the crust. So it was just like, no, it was just a bread flavor. It was no like yeah. sauce or cheese or peanut butter or jelly, you know, it was just, it just seemed like it was just, it just made me more thirsty. It wasn't like gross, but like it just made me more thirsty than I wanted to be. Okay. Well, um, okay. Let's get on to news. Nice. Today's news. Um, breaking story. WWE sent a press release today announcing their expectations for record 2020 financial results. And that all of their premium first run content would move to Peacock. In other words, Peacock becomes the sole U.S.-based distributor of the WWE Network. Variety elaborated and expanded on the press release. Uh, NBC Universal's Peacock soon will be the only place to watch WWE Network in the U.S. 
WWE and NBC Universal reached a multi-year agreement giving Peacock exclusive streaming rights to WWE Network for American viewers. The over-the-top wrestling entertainment services existing U.S. subscribers, which is 1.1 million in total, will be migrated to Peacock Premium, where they'll continue to get access to WWE Network, but will pay 50% less per month while getting full access to the version of the Peacock Premium tier with ads. Um, Peacock will launch WWE Network on March 18th, 2021, when Peacock will begin the rollout of more than 17,000 hours of WWE Network new original and library programming, both on demand and on a new 24-hour channel. Peacock today has 22 million national subscribers. Um, so this is going to put the WWE Network in a whole bunch more homes. And folks that have WWE Network today have the option to take about half of their current subscription cost because they can get it with ads for $4.99 or they can get the ad-free version for $9.99. Al, this is enormous news. Yeah, this is absolutely huge. Now, I don't know what's going on with NBC lately. Um, as was I think it was last Thursday because I know you weren't able to report it because you didn't have a live show. But it was also announced last week that the NBC Sports Network, NBCSN, um, is done at the end of the year. Right. So, and that's going to, and they're going to move, uh, like I said, this is my life, you know, Wednesday night hockey, the rivalry night, um, that's going to be moved to USA Network, which is going to bump to uh, NXT to Thursdays um, at some point. So, AEW fans, they won the war. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, something's going on at NBC right now, and it's really weird. Um, I don't get how a major network and company like that is is suffering financially to the point where they have to kill uh, their premium sports network. And it's not just hockey on NBCSN. It's 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 golf and it's it's tennis. And they have a whole bunch of stuff. And they have Dan Patrick in the morning. And I know Chris Sims has that pro football talk in the morning. How that's not making any money or not getting viewers is just beyond me to the point where now they have to, you know, Spend money, you know, give Vince the money to get the WWE subscribers in order to compensate this, I'm assuming. So I'm assuming NBC is paying a bit, you know, you got to spend money to make money in order to get the return, you know, of the WWE universe over. Now, they have the relationship because NBC owns USA Network. So it's not like Vince is just all of a sudden new to NBC. You know, he has a – I know when Dick Ebersole uh, ran NBC all those years. You know, him and Vince were best friends. They can see from the XFL documentary, and then they did Saturday Night's main event all those years ago. So it's not like Vince is any type of stranger to NBC. It makes completely set, you know, sense from that end. Um, this all it's weird, but you know, the Brian Ryan, the way uh, it's broken down, and we talked about it for a little bit via text chain with uh, with John DeCani and uh, whoever else is chiming. It, it seems like there is positives on both ends here. You know, you can get yes. cheaper as a fan. Or uh, that's not gonna fly because once you get those commercials in the middle of a match, uh, that's that you know that four ninety nine is jack up to nine ninety nine real quick. That's just gonna bother everybody. So that's just a kind of a yeah little sneak in right there. But it's it seems like it's win win. You know, I, and like I said, they have that working relationship. And you know, like I said, and all of a sudden, you know, Raw's viewership's down, and NBC needs an answer, or whatever. Like, this is just maybe just a way to keep everything afloat and keep the relationship going and keep raw on USA network going forward on Mondays. So uh, I, I, it seems like they wouldn't do it if it didn't benefit each other. So I think, you know, in Vince and in NBC, we have to trust on this one. Uh, so um, 
WWE, uh, I forget his title, but Nick Khan, who, who is on the board uh, with WWE, I think he's the president actually or something. Um, he mentioned, you know, this is a big deal for us. You know, it, the numbers are very attractive for us, which is why we're doing it. We would not do it if it wasn't attractive for us. And on the NBC side, you know, Peacock is their is their streaming service. They've got 22 million so far. And and this may be a strategic thing for them just to try to, you know, continue to build that because that's really the way of the future. A lot of people are cutting cords and things like that. So it may not be all doom and gloom for NBC. They may be just consolidating. Maybe they maybe they are shutting down the sports network in order to be able to invest into the you know the streaming platform. You know they they may just be consolidating. It's it could all be strategic. Maybe it's not so much a, a loss loser type of thing. Yeah, and like I said, another thing that makes sense about this, you know, watching Raw and watching even on SmackDown on Fox, uh, you know, they do air Peacock streaming commercials. Like you know they you know you can you see you know Hogan slam and all the classics and you they have they've been they've been promoting this. Uh, and I guess like I said. To me, this isn't a coincidence. Uh, for those hockey fans out there, um, Doc Emmerich, uh, Mike Emmerich, longtime play-by-play uh, commentator for hockey. He was with the New Jersey Devils, and then he was nationally on NBC. He retired. So it just seems like the whole world just fell apart once he retired. <laughs> and now they have to make all these changes to compensate for Doc Emmerich's, uh, you know, sitting on a beach with um, with Mai Tais or whatever he drinks. Yeah. So you brought up the other thing, then that's the the NXT movement. Have you seen any official announcement that says NXT is moving to Wednesdays? I have not seen that yet. Or uh, Thursdays. I, I, it, no, I did see that. I, I saw an article, and I can't remember who uh, reported it. Um, but it sounded like it was it was pretty set in stone that NBCSN is is done after 2021. Yes. They're going to finish out the year. Um, and then Wednesday Night Hockey is going to move to Wednesday nights on USA Network, which will bump yeah. NXT. Uh, it, whether or not NXT gets bumped to Thursdays or if NXT, you know, it just, it just throw it on the NBC streaming network, you know, make it work. But I just don't – I don't see that. I would like to see NXT stay on somewhat of a, you know, uh, a main cable channel rather than having to go online to find it again. Yeah. No, that's true. Travis uh, chimes in better probably for them than uh, the WWE friends on the West coast and the entertainment industry said last year, they were trying to scrape together shows to make Peacock relevant as they were so far behind. Yeah, a little late to the party. It's 2021. It's time to get to the show. You know, NBC. <laughs> well, now they have exclusive U S distribution rights to the WWE network. I think that's, that's a pretty big deal. I think. Yeah. That's it. That's I don't, um, I don't see AEW on the TNT app. Maybe I do. I don't know. They are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Dy- Dynamite is anyway. And yeah, well, it's more of a joke that they've only been around for a year and a half. Like, what kind of content can they should you can watch? Dark twenty four seven. You know. Like, yeah. Gonna, um. Do? It, you know, in general, this is just a big thing. We'll see how it, sh- it shakes out. It's it's definitely going to be the biggest news story of the week. More details, I'm sure, will come in. But um, key point here is by March 18th, we'll be watching WWE Network via Peacock and not via the normal distribution. So, And I did believe that they said in that article, too, that their first pay-per-view uh, is going to be Fastlane on the 21st. That's right. Uh, so a little cat out of the bag that Fastlane is now uh, – that date is set, uh, which explains why Mania was bumped out two weeks. I guess they're trying to sneak in a show probably for this reason. 
Yep. The, to yep. launch uh, the the Peacock Network, you know, uh, right on cue, and then you can just push back Mania two weeks. They couldn't do it on Easter Sunday, so now the two weeks, you know, from March twenty eighth to April tenth and eleventh. Uh, now that's, the, that's starting to make sense now. Now the important thing is for the for the three and a half people that are still getting traditional pay per view. Don't worry. You can still get your WWE pay-per-views via traditional pay-per-view. They're still available. So the three, three and a half of you are still safe. <laughs> you know what? You get your money. You get your $70 worth for a WWE pay-per-view, I'm assuming. right? It's up to 70 bucks now? But I will say, I believe last year, WrestleMania was $50 a night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, other news. Um, besides that, there's still more to, to report and still more on the WWE side to report. Uh, their Superstar Spectacle airs this Tuesday on the WWE Network. That's tomorrow. It's going to feature their Indian talent. Most notable, I think, is the return of Jinder Mahal. But you also have Indu Share. You have the Sings. The card is kind of stacked with um, the Indian talent, both in developmental and main roster guys like Jinder and the Sings throughout the entire card. So, um, in fact, Drew McIntyre and Indu Share versus Jinder Mahal and the Sings is the main event. So is this going to be an actual show, huh? I thought this was kind of like a documentary or something. This is an actual show. Okay, so Impact, uh, they don't own the night Tuesday night, right? I believe this will be available first thing in the morning. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because you know, it's going to broadcast live in India. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, not live. I'm sorry. It's taped, but but it's going to air at a, at a premium time slot in India. Mm-hmm. Um. We have all sorts of people chiming in today. We have good morning from uh, <laughs> we morning, have hot take from John Smith. I think that was pertaining to the crust. I, I, it might have been. It might have been. It doesn't matter if the crust was hot or cold. You know, like I said, it could be pizza or sandwich. Could have been a cold take. <laughs> um, also, on the WWE side of things, uh, the Icons documentary series is going to uh, debut on this Sunday, and the first episode focuses on Yokozuna. Um, we talked about this in the past. I'm really looking forward to some Yokozuna talk on the network. We haven't really seen or heard much specifically from WWE on the subject of Yokozuna, so I think this will be a really good documentary. They always typically are. So, Yeah, I, more Yokozuna the better. I thought he, for a guy his size, he moved... And I remember, you know, as a kid, he came, he debuted, I think it was uh, late 92, because uh, he won the 93 Rumble right off the bat. And it was just one of those things, like, you see he's just, like, breaking these jobbers' rib cages with that bonsai drop. And it was just like, and this guy, he could do a crescent kick, you know, sweet chin music, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he was able to run the ropes. You know, it was – Yeah. He, he was – he was – he was incredible for a guy his size and uh, very well, right? You know, we had, we had Fuji with the salt, you know, just in case. Yeah. And that time, <laughs> he, the time he hit the, uh, the Spanish fly on Hulk Hogan, that, I mean, it, we'll never forget that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I joke, of course, that never happened, never happened, but, um, but it was, it was all in good fun. All in good fun. Yeah. Yokozuna is going to be an incredible subject to talk about. Uh, Jeannie's also wondering if we think Kevin Owens is going to win this Sunday. Well, here's the thing, Jeannie. We are actually go- – Ryan, you got the graphic ready. We are actually going to have a Royal Rumble special this Saturday at 3 o'clock, and we will discuss everything in the Royal Rumble. We will go over all the matches. 
Uh, Ryan and I were talking backstage. We actually have some wild predictions uh, for the entire Rumble match. Uh, definitely tune in uh, 3 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, and we'll go everything Rumble. And I am a Rumble nut. I am a fanatic. I got all my stats. I have all everything ready. John DeConi, uh, I remember you know, through his uh, your conversation threads, uh, he's excited for all the stats and the numbers. I usually send him every year. So uh, it, it's going to be a fun show. We're going to have some uh, relive some memories in the beginning and then get right into it. And, uh, yes, we will definitely be talking about uh, Kevin Owens uh, challenging Roman Reigns. And he, Kevin Owens, I mean, he got the best of SmackDown on Friday. I mean, that's the most trouble we've seen Roman Reigns in since. He yeah, did. that pop-up powerbomb through the table. Who knew? Raymond's, uh, Roman Reigns is human, it looks like. At least it was on Friday. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I believe uh, Kevin Owens put Roman Reigns through the head of the table. <laughs> so, um if I were just spitballing right now, though, Jeannie, I would say no, but um, definitely tune in on Sunday because I might change my mind between now and then. We'll see who gets, comes out on top Friday. And that's why we're doing the show on Saturday because a lot could happen on Friday. You know, Kevin Owens could take a crowbar to Roman's knee and change the complete uh, grasp of a match. So, yeah. Yeah, you There's a girl after my own heart, Jeannie. Me too. Me too. All right, so here we go. Um, further news from Japan. ELP and Taiji Ishimori win the IWGP Junior Tag Titles. Uh, we're going to talk about that on this show tomorrow with Travis, along with the other New Japan stuff that's coming up. Um, here's our programming note for you. PW Insider and F4W Online both confirming that AEW Revolution is moving from February 27th to March 7th because of the Canelo Alvarez boxing pay-per-view. Um, this is a disappointment to me because I have plans on, uh, on not February 7th, not March 7th. I have plans on February 7th, so uh, this this could be a problem for me. But Yeah, uh, so wait, wait, it's moving to March 7th? That's February 7th. I, I mistyped that. So it, it's, it's up? Wow, they moved it up three weeks. No, February. February 27th to March 7th. Yep, it's February 27th to March 7th. My mistake. Now, I look at the calendar. That's a Sunday, which that strikes me as odd. That is very not AEW. Yeah, this is the first time they'll be doing it on a Sunday. Yeah. I know March 6th, I believe there's a big UFC pay-per-view as well. And I want to say Amanda Nunez, Nunez okay. is fighting that night. So I think it's best to stay away from her, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, That stuff's fake anyway. I don't know anybody watches that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't cover it here on the wrestling news show. Although it was it was actually nice to see Conor McGregor to put somebody over for once. You know, he was he was going all you, you see Conor McGregor, he's breaking out the shovel, just burying people, burying people, not putting over new talent. You know, it was nice to see Conor McGregor do a job for once. There you go. There you go. So March seventh for AEW Revolution. Um, I actually don't have plans on that day, so that's good. Good. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I get the message. <laughs> I was missing it on the 27th anyway, but I, gotta miss it. I get to miss it twice now, I guess. Another uh, programming note, Powerhouse Will Hobbs is going to face Jake St. Patrick on AEW Dark this week. And I bring this up because Jake St. Patrick wrestles for Coastal Championship Wrestling. That's CCW. And you can check out episode 21 and 28 of this show where we interviewed uh, Cha-Cha Charlie from Coastal Championship Wrestling and Neilio Comacosta. So, uh, you know, I like to think we have a little bit of relationship with CCW on the show, and um, it's nice to see one of their talents on AEW Dark. 
tomorrow Nick, night. And Cha Cha Cha, that was a great interview, right? I watched that. I really liked that guy. I wish him nothing but the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a fun interview. Um, and then also Nick Camarado, he is going to be teaming with Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall on Dark this week. Uh, Camarado is the guy who faced Moxley and Dynam Moxley on Dynamite last week, and there was a lot of buzz about him afterwards. A lot of people took note of him, and you know now he's being in a what appears to be the winning side of an AEW Dark match. So that's all good. Yeah, well, that, I guess that's the next step, right? If you you know if you if, you if your name was in action and then it gets changed to your actual name, that's that's a step up in AEW. Absolutely. Even if you know, uh, dark is the down progression, but you know, if you get a name and you're not in action anymore, that's 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 a positive move in the right direction. He did impress. So you were caught on the coffee. You you noticed that you had an empty pot there. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I, I know I finished it. I did finish it, yeah. So Yeah. And then uh, another AEW note, uh Ryan Nemeth, which is Dolph Ziggler's brother has a one-on-one -on -one match with Hangman Page on Dynamite this week. He'll also be on Dark tomorrow, but he's skipping straight to Dynamite. That's that's pretty quick. So, and he's not in action either. They're actually using his uh -huh. name. I, and I guess maybe him and Dolph have different fathers. I can, is, is that what I guess his last name Ziggler? I don't, I I don't guess, know. This is I guess so. Yeah, different dads. It's like a Dudley thing. Well, the Dudleys have the same dad. That's how they all have the same last name. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> So um, it'd be funny if he came out in a cheerleading outfit. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> but yes, so uh, that's your, I guess it's all WWE and AEW news today, but um, your dark report, so to speak. I want to take a minute to talk about um, Ignite Wrestling from this past weekend. Uh, I had Kim, Kim Artlip on the show uh, a week ago today, and we talked about you know, the upcoming fifth anniversary show that they had this past Saturday and, um, you know, just some of the things about launching Ignite. It was a really interesting interview. Um, and I went to the show on Saturday, uh, and here's my however many minutes to bell time photo it was. You can see they have it in Walking Tree Brewery. You can see the the um, the tanks there on the left-hand side. A lot of fun. It's a really cool atmosphere to go watch wrestling, actually. Um, you know, you have the chairs set up right in front of the ring, but you have the, the bar and the high-top tables there to watch from as well. They crowned a new Ignite Undisputed Champion. Uh, Troy Hollywood had to vacate the championship due to not being able to make the show. So this is Leon the Terrible. That's their new champion. He got the win over Kylan King, who many probably know from AEW Dark. So intergender match to uh, for the Undisputed Championship. And then in the main event, Casey Lennox defeated the Dream Girl Ellie and Aspen Rose. A lot of those names probably also known from AEW Dark. So fun time, hashtag Florida Wrestling. Yeah, that that background, that, that, that atmosphere at that brewery, that just intrigues me so much. Like almost to the point of how the temple was different for Lucha Underground. Like I really hope at some point, like this actually, I think that this gets on TV, and people pay attention. Like, oh my god, they'll, they'll tune in maybe just for the scenery. I think that's such an amazing setting uh, for wrestling. And and as far as and Casey Lennox, uh, I like her. I have my eye on her. I, I like to see big things out of her. Uh, so good for her that she you know main event to ignite uh, the, the uh, was it the fifth anniversary show I believe you said right. right. Like, yep. This was a big show, and she's the star. And uh, she was actually just recently on Dynamite as well. So that's right. Or dark. I'm sorry, dark. dark dark so 
yeah, so it was a fu- it's a fun show. Um, they have YouTube and they have all kinds of different places where you can go to watch their stuff. Um, and so check it out. Like I all said, it's it's actually really pretty to see. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what it's the presentation of the venue is is very nice. So yeah, it's different. You know, it's not it's it's just different, and that's what was part of the attraction of Lucha Underground was that temple. Like I yeah. loved that 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 setting, that arena, and. Uh, yeah. So we have Monday Night Raw tonight. Switch to topics on you a little bit. Drew McIntyre and Bill Goldberg will be returning on tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw, along with Charlotte Flair versus Shayna Baszler. Matt Riddle is going in a hurt business gauntlet, and if he wins, he gets Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. And finally, Alexa Bliss faces Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship, where she got the big win on Raw last week. So uh, this could have Royal Rumble implications, I think. Yeah, that is where, what are they doing here? I guess I don't want to say I feel like Riddle's a lock. I think that you know they're just setting up to do him and Lashley again. Uh, I'm sorry, it was, it was Charlotte and Sheena. That's just got interference written all over. You put Shayna, you know, Shayna gets the win, you know, get her strong going into the Rumble. Uh, but this Asuka Alexa Blissing now, I missed Raw last week. I watched it this morning because I wanted to see that match and. From the playground where she almost looked like she didn't want to upset Alexa. She was afraid of what Alexa could do because of the fireball incident. And Asuka didn't show any fear, though, once that change happened during the match. So I don't think it's going to be one of those things where Asuka's going to lose, like, based on terror. You know, like, she's going to she's gonna attack, now that the, especially now that the title's on the line. But uh, this could go any possible which way. I, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Um, and Jeannie chimed in with raw, raw going downhill. And you know, that's, you know, a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying that, but I'll tell you this Alexa bliss character is a really different, uh, presentation and it's fun to see. And, and Oscar has been killer all year. So if nothing else, um, I think that's going to be a fun, fun match tonight. And then this Drew McIntyre, Bill Goldberg thing. I mean, we just need them to stare at each other and, you know, punch each other once or twice, and then go to their Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Is, is Jeannie one of your cousins, too? Is she related to Travis? I feel like everybody that's negative on Raw is is, is related to Travis. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I Unfortunately, there's a lot of people in the world negative on Raw. We try to keep it positive here and look at the yeah, bright side of things. And also, you know, we, we call it call it when it's crap, but at the same time, we, we try to see the see the light in, in the show. So. Yeah, actually, you, you missed one of the comments. I'm going to throw this up real quick. Uh, uh, Danny Martell, he's reporting that John Morley is going back to WWE. That is somewhat of a typo. It was Sean Morley, uh, formerly known as Val Venus. I guess it's being leaked out that he's going back to WWE. So that would be interesting to see if uh, the Valvoski makes a return. Oh, there you go. Uh, and then that uh, Travis is upset with you. He wants you to know that Randy Orton is great. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> well, I, you, you've seen, you know, I usually uh, in the backdrop of EWP Studios, I have an autograph in Rorn. Uh, sweater vest that Randy uh, signed. So I'm I'm with you on Randy Orton Evolution. Yeah, absolutely. So so we have a good time um, with even with Monday Night Raw. Uh, John DeConi has a conversation thread that we do in the Minnesota Time Facebook group where we all chat about it. And yeah, we get down on it when we need to get down on it. And but we have fun and celebrate the good parts. And that's that's what wrestling is all about. So with that, Mr. Carl, I have concluded the normal proceedings of the show. And it is time to move to trivia. 
All it's right. It's been a long time since you have done trivia. It is. And I've, I've been playing along. I've been trying to, you know, play along. I've been watching, you know, I've been playing along with John DeConi and Travis and John Smith and, uh, you know, hit or miss. You got some tough topics here. So, but I, hopefully this one is real rumble week. I'm, I'm hoping you throw some rumble at me. Uh, and see what I can do here. Well, here, here's your stats. I mean, you come on the show once this month and you hit perfect plex. Uh, you have a monthly championship to your name. Yep. You are currently five for five. Look at the John DeCani record. Yep. And Fuego, he is on fire. What, what, did, uh, what was the uh, dollar store glass cleaner, right? He's on a streak. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. And today's trivia is going to be brought to you by the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Episode 38 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast returns on Tuesday night with Al Carl, <laughs> myself, plus John Smith, John DeConi, and Gary Mahaffey for another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Coverage is going to begin at 6 on Tuesday, tomorrow. Uh, pretty much everywhere you're watching this show, Eastern Observer. Um, and here we go. So your trivia today, Royal Rumble 2016. And I laughed before before uh, the show because you were telling me about a conversation that you were having about this exact rumble. So, so here we okay. go. Uh, the 2016 Royal Rumble was a title defense of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Who was the defending oh. champion? <laughs> okay. It's funny how when, when you say a year, I'm like, oh, my God. It all just like kind of blends together, you know, because it's like, oh, like, what was 2016? But, yes, actually, so the question was who was the defending champion? Yes. That was uh, Roman Reigns uh, entered number one, uh, and he, it was it was one versus all as courtesy of Vince McMahon. Okay. I feel like number one was, was uh, going to be your, your layup question. Number two is probably also a layup question for you. But who won the 2016 Royal Rumble? Was it Roman Reigns, Triple H, Sheamus, or Alberto Del Rio? To BJ Pavinka, I hope you're watching, pal. And one of the greatest Royal Rumble performances, Triple H drew number 30, eliminated Roman Reigns, and eliminated Dean Ambrose, and became 14-time World Heavyweight Champion. You're on point. You're on point. The, this Okay, so now these questions are going to get uh, – this one's easy. This former WWE champion made his debut at Royal Rumble 2016. Okay, AJ Styles, Jew number three, and the crowd pop for that. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun because he heard the music, and you're like, what is going on right now? And the camera was never off Roman Reigns because he cleared the – I forget who number two was. So if you go – feel free to ask who number two was. I don't know. I don't remember. But um, the camera was on him, and then all of a sudden, you know, he was kind of looking, looking, and then just the, the crowd popped when AJ's name, kind of like with Jericho when he debuted, came across the Titantron. And it was, that was just – that was a pop, man. That was awesome. Uh, this, this is for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now. Jeannie apologized too. Jeannie, we're just, we're just playing around, Jeannie. It's okay. Absolutely. You're free to have – your own opinion. There you go. You're free to add. You're free to have your own opinion. You can't please everybody here. We're just busting around. Now, these next two questions, I think, are on the harder side. Gotcha. And they are AEW crossover questions. Okay. Luke Harper, yeah, teamed up with Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman to toss out both Brock Lesnar and Mark Henry. But he also eliminated by himself these two current AEW stars from this rumble. 
was it A, Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose, B, Chris Jericho and Neville, C, Jack Swagger and Cody Rhodes, or D, Cody Rhodes and Neville? Cody Rhodes at this time was Stardust. Yeah, okay, so Star, yeah, Stardust was definitely, he was in it. I don't think Neville was in it. Ambrose, Ambrose was, he finished second, so that, whatever that multiple choice question is, that one's out. Because he finished second and was eliminated by Hunter. So your your options are Jericho and Neville. If you're eliminating Jericho and Dean Ambrose, your, your options are Chris Jericho and Neville, Jack Swagger and Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes and Neville. All right, Swagger wasn't in it. Neville wasn't in it. So I got to go with Jericho and Stardust. Okay, that wasn't an option. Uh, what, what, what was the one with Jericho in it? Uh, Jericho and Neville. Oh, uh, the Neville's not out. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what? Eliminate Neville and eliminate okay. Ambrose. Okay, so now you're down. You're down to Jack Swagger and Cody Rhodes. Then that that has to be. I didn't think Swagger was in. I guess I don't. Know, maybe I guess Neville was in it. Now nah, you got me on this one. The answer is Stardust and Neville. Yeah, I don't remember Neville being in it. Well, here's another AEW question for you. All right. Chris Jericho came in the match, lasted for 50 minutes, and was eliminated yes. by. A, Cody Rhodes, B, Luke Harper, C, Dean Ambrose, D, Jack Swagger, E, Neville, F, Dustin Rhodes, or G, Rusev. All AEW talent that are in the, that were in that Pro Bowl. Yeah, the one name stuck out. Who was the third one? Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ambrose on this one. Ambrose is You're going to go over the jacket, right? Yeah. Yeah, so so Ambrose is the is the answer. John Smith says Cody Rhodes will always be stardust to him. <laughs> so, you sir went four for five. Four for Those, five. That that uh, Luke Harper elimination question was was tough, but it was interesting when I when I counted everybody up. This was five years ago. Almost a third of the wrestlers in that Rumble are current AEW talent. Wow. Yeah. So. So interesting, but you get our winner of the 2018 Rumble. And uh, that's our show for today. Um, one more programming note, though. If I can bring it up. Join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca every Friday night for the primetime rundown as they take you through the world of sports. Their show kicks off at 6 p.m. on Fridays on the Eastern Observer. For more information, log on to theeasternobserver.com. Our show here is going to return tomorrow with Travis. We'll be talking about the New Japan stuff um, and whatever other crazy news drops first thing in the morning, like WWE yeah. Network getting a premium uh, exclusive deal. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to wake up to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Al, welcome back to the airways. I'm, I'm back, and there's one more program. You know, uh, Joe McMahon hasn't sent us a graphic on us yet, but tomorrow night I need to promote this because tomorrow night is actually Double Play Tuesday on the Eastern Observer uh, Networks, um, and it's going to be fun because it's going to be uh, uh, Super Millen Tuesday, if you want to call it now. Uh, Joey Jarzenka is going to have on at 8 p.m. on the Primetime Rundown interview series uh, the head coach – of the University of Rhode Island softball team, my cousin, Bridget Herlman, uh, will be on air with Joey to discuss uh, some D1 softball and her team, uh, University of Rhode Island, that she's been coaching for about three, four years now. 
and pretty much dug it out of the dumpster. She took over, I think they were three and 30 when she took them over. And I think they're up to about 15, 16 wins around the 500 area. So uh, that kid played D1 softball. She's like a little sister to me. And uh, both of our mothers are sisters. So their maiden name was Millen. So it's going to be double play Millen Tuesday. Well, there you go. That's a, a lot of programming for tomorrow night. So do stay tuned to the Eastern Observer for all that. From your cousin to mine, would like to know who you were cheering for yesterday, the Devils or the Islanders? Oh, Islanders. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm at the point right now, you know, I grew up a fan of one team and I have affiliations with the, both the Devils and the Islanders. I'm at the point right now where I just hate Pennsylvania. I hate the Penguins. I hate the Flyers. Uh, but when you have the Devils and the Islanders, yeah, I'm going to go for the Islanders for uh, for current speaking, but I wish the Devils well. I'd love to see them make the playoffs. They've been playing good, too. They've been playing really good. Jack Hughes had a nice goal last night. All right. Well, for Al, I'm Ryan. Eat your crust. Take your vitamins. Say your <laughs> prayers. Do your training. Believe in yourself. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>